0: Welcome to the Catholic Link Podcast, the podcast for busy Catholics. My name is Father Rob Adams, and I am happy to be joined again by Father George Elliott. Father George, it is always awesome to have you here. Great to be here, Father. Before we get started, I want to make a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of Dallas, the Catholic University for Independent Thinkers. You hear more about them at the end of the episode, but this episode today is our episode on prayer and spirituality. And I wanted to talk about repentance as a way of life for the christian now father george what are your thoughts on that like what do you think about people needing to make repentance a part of their life
1: mm. yeah i think you know a lot of people kind of approach it as that you know like okay well uh, repentance as a way of life like repentance should be my whole life that really only applies to the people who like screw up really bad you know like if you're like a really bad person then you can you know have a big conversion and, and repentance can be the rest of your life. Um but I think really at least for the the average you know 21st century catholic a lot of people kind of approach it as just like oh yeah you know like i i i pray and god is merciful and so you know i don't really need to repent that much or or you know repentance just looks like a oh sorry god and then move on.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think you're exactly right. I I actually I love the way the the Orthodox Lent kind of begins. Um, there's a hymn that you sing, and in, in, and we sing this in uh, in Eastern Catholic churches too. It's called uh, "Open to Me the Doors of Repentance." Mm. It's a beautiful, beautiful hymn, and it's kind of it gets to something a little bit deeper, even than our need to make up for individual sins, right? Because repentance really is is knowing the immensity of God's love for me and my failure to respond to that. Right? That wow. God has so much in store for me, and I'm so bad at responding to that. Um, it kind of it, it, in our tradition in the West, it might be more like those those old masses to pray for the gift of tears. Mm, yeah. So
1: So could you almost say that like in this, in this lens of repentance, we don't only need to repent for what we would almost traditionally think of as sins, but even the kind of um, weakness with which we respond to God's immense love. Yep.
0: It's, it's a, it's like um, like one of my favorite things about uh, the Eastern lectionary is that they have pre-Lent, like we used to have, But unlike us, their pre-Lent is actually structured as like more than a way of just wearing purple colors to get people ready for some fasting they have to do. (laughs) Um, So they talk about like the the Sunday of the publican and the Pharisee, right? The the Sunday of the prodigal son. These things are there to help people get ready for the act of repenting, right? Because look at the the parable of the publican and the Pharisee, right? The Pharisee says, Lord, I do all these things, right? It, It can almost be like, imagine a really good traditional Catholic, right? With their examination of conscience, like, Lord, I've never broken the sixth commandment, this last confession. I've, I haven't i have gotten intoxicated. I've said my prayers. I fulfill all my duties, right? And then you see kind of the, the broken person there in church in the confession line. And you're like, well, I'm glad I'm not like that. I'm glad I'm not mm. in here every week in mortal sin, you know, like all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, well, one of you went home justified. Mm. Dang. Yeah. You know, one of you went home justified. Yeah. So then you you talked about the
1: publican and the the Pharisee. What was the other one? Uh, The prodigal son. Oh yeah. The prodigal son. Yeah. That also has, you know, the the two sons, right? I mean, it's a big difference in the two responses. You had the, the prodigal son who comes back and says, you know, I've sinned against you. And the other one says, you know, how is it that I've been with you. What's the exact wording? He said, you know, I've been with you.
0: I've been you all this time and you've never thrown anything for me. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do we see ourselves as justified, even if perhaps we aren't, you know, the big
0: sinners? Right. Right. And I think, I just think it's something good to know the, the, and then finally, my favorite one is at the, at the very beginning of Lent. So they don't begin Lent on a Wednesday like we do. It begins on the Sunday. And it, it has something called friendship Vespers. And this is where at the end of Vespers, which is the beginning of Lent, you're supposed to go and, and ask forgiveness from everyone that you've offended in the past year. That is cool. Yeah. It's really this beautiful image of like, if you come to the altar for sacrifice and you realize you have something against your brother, leave your gift and go be reconciled. Mm-hmm. So there's really this cool, this cool dynamic that, and this is where I'm going to focus on repentance as a way of life. There's this cool dynamic that not only do we kind of fail with regard to our faith, we fail with God, we fail with, with our vocation. We, we just fail a lot. We also fail on a human level. We cause a lot of problems and that's not meant to be depressing and, and a cause of desolation. But I mean, the reality is that we're all kind of a burden. And until mm-hmm. we can see ourselves as a burden that other people and God bear in charity, our disposition is wrong, right? It's not wrong, like even with our very good friends, you know, I look at, I look at some of my, some of my friends, lay friends, right? And I think they, they put up with me, you know, families <laughs> here in my parish, you know, they've watched me get real messed up. They've watched me have real problems and real struggles and and a hard time sometimes, but it's not that I deserve that it's that other people are kind and bear my burdens for me. And I need to kind of feel that, that, that in some way, I, you know, as a person, we aren't perfect and we need, we need God and we need to know that we're not perfect and things aren't always right with us.
1: Yeah. Um, so I just want to like pause right now because I can imagine some of our listeners are sitting here thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm a burden to everyone. And it's just going to start like a downward spiral. How is it that we as um, Catholics can, can have this sense that you said, you know, like, no, we, we are a burden. Yeah. We, other people bear us out of charity without just turning into turning into this like downward spiral
0: of something. Yeah. I yeah, got super depression land. Right. No, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. Right. It's 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 to just to know that the that other people are kind. Right. It's not that they're patronizing you. It's not that you don't deserve some charity, right? Because God Himself treats you that way. Right. Yeah. It's it's gotta it's always gotta be mixed with this thing that you are infinitely lovable, that you are infinitely beautiful, that God loves you. And that's why we repent, because there's something good to change back to. Right. Mm-hmm. When we say that you're a burden, it means that, yes, you're infinitely lovable and and good and awesome and all that, but you still have problems too. Right. And that you shouldn't feel bad that you, you aren't perfect. You shouldn't, shouldn't beat yourself up because like, I know people who say, well, I cause problems for others. Yeah. Welcome to being human. Right. <laughs> but there's something very humble about that. It is a kind of repenting, right? Like the, the, Eastern prayer, the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, right? That there's, there's both, there's both of those. On the one hand, there's Christ as the son of God, right? Christ, the one who's, who's gives us hope, Christ, who gives us value, Christ, who loves us. And then me, who doesn't respond to that very well, me, who drops the ball, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think uh, it just, as you're talking, it, it it called to mind um, the
1: idea that like the entirety of existence is laced and perhaps even structured built upon mercy, right? Even God's act of creation was an act of mercy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think so often we, as human beings, we struggle with this idea that um, we are constantly in in need of mercy and we can almost be like, Oh my gosh, no, it's gotten too far. Like I, I, You know, either I don't deserve the mercy, or, um, you know, in this kind of burden that you talked about of mercy from one person to the other, that's almost, you know, we can think of it as a bad thing. But actually, you know, like that's, that is, that is how the world exists. That's how reality is that, that we are all interconnected by a web of mercies that was ultimately created by and flows from our merciful Father. And, you know, even then beyond that, Right. So you talk about God, the creator who created in mercy, but also God, the the redeemer who who redeemed in mercy. And so then also, you know, even beyond that, on the supernatural level, we've got this, you know, kind of super abundance of mercy that's poured forth. And that like almost God loves to be merciful and his mercy is love and his love is mercy and his love is who he is. Right. God is love.
0: Um, that Like, you know, all of all of existence is. Is that? Is that, yeah. And, and, and I, I might kind of just, just to tie it up, you know, I might say that then repentance is an act of asking for that mercy, asking to be plugged into how things actually work, you know? Yeah. And basking in it. hmm Right. There's still a sorrow
1: because mercy requires a kind of a lack, right? But creation was an act of mercy because there was nothing and then there was. Mm-hmm. And so like recognizing, yes, there is a lack. I have not responded in love. I have not done what I ought to have done. I have chosen nothingness over the God who is
0: for mm-hmm.
1: my sin. And in repentance, we're just turning, opening ourselves up to, I suppose you could say the the doors of mercy, right? Yep. The doors of repentance. Is that
0: the? Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful hymn. I invite, go look it up on YouTube. Open to me the doors okay. of repentance. It's yeah. It's really good. It's really, really good. But anyway, thanks, Father George. I feel like this has been this has been a really good little spiritual lesson. I hope that hope everybody understands. You know that that when we say these things, it's not meant to kind of rub your nose in, in things and create a depresso spiral. It, it's really meant to to plug you into the very love of God and to know that you need that love of God because nobody's perfect. And the more that we think we are perfect or that we are justified, we're kind of deceiving ourselves. So. I hope that this has been a useful thing, but this has been the Catholic link podcast. The podcast are busy Catholics. Our episode today is sponsored by the university of Dallas, the Catholic university for independent thinkers. UD is known for its rigorous undergraduate core curriculum and robust graduate and professional programs in business ministry, education, and the humanities. With campuses in Texas and Italy, the University of Dallas is committed to an education that forms students intellectually, socially, and spiritually for a life well-lived. You can learn more at udallas.edu slash catholiclink. Thanks, Father George, for being on today. I appreciate it, as always. And until next time, we will see you then.